Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. It's a gorgeous day in Seattle and it's you know the traffic was light coming in because I think of Thanksgiving in a week. Oh, people are already People taking, are leaving yeah, town, right? Out. Yeah, sure. so uh, I didn't have my sidekick with me today, Justine, and uh, so I didn't get into the carpool lane right away to get onto the freeway. Wait, wait, wait. You said right away, meaning you might have dipped in there afterwards? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, no. good. But, but then I just used my little thing to my Oh, that's t- right. I you have the, the good to go pass. Yeah, you have so the good to go whatever. Pass. But yeah, <laughs> and, and so I was just really happy uh, that the traffic was low because, you know, I wanted to be make sure I was sitting behind the mic at mm-hmm. a, a good time so that we could be live here on the air with all of our lovely friends. And so is there a game going to happen pretty soon? Uh, I know oh, those that... of you can't see, but there's a uh, Washington State... Go Cougs. Yeah, Jersey here in the <laughs> studio. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm just kind of rubbing it in your face a little <laughs> bit. Like, <laughs> no, that actually, uh, the sister station down the hall, Move in 92.5, and one of the talent uh, asked for me to bring in oh. the Jersey for a bit later on oh, this nice. afternoon. Uh, that will be posted later. So, oh, nice. Um, I brought it in because I'm the only one of few that have an actual Jersey. Yeah. Um, and that's what that's there for. But this week we have actually uh, the Cougs play Colorado. Oh, great. Um, and then the week after that is the Big Apple Cup. Oh, and, and the where's... Day after. It's in Pullman this year. It's in year. Pullman this year. Okay. So this, who those don't listen from, uh, they're out of the state or whatever. Right. This is like the the game of games at the end of the year. No matter who's got the record, it's always one of the biggest matchups between the uh, University of Washington Huskies and right. Washington State. And Cougs. I have Cougs. I have two kids that were yeah, are both, Cougs, right. and I have a Husky. <clears throat> right. And all my Cougs kids have are the ones who bought all the gear. My Husky wasn't sure. that really interested in the gear, so we all wear Cougar stuff. That uh, kind of brings more fuel to my uh, theory. <laughs> to your fire. On, no, just my theory on how right. Huskies stand with. Uh, well, I won't go there. No, anyway, a bunch of great kids, it's obviously, going to yep. go out and have a bunch of fun and totally. enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not drink too much because the cougs are Pace known yourself, for their kids. drinking. Pace yes, uh-huh. Have a good time. Adults, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love this light conversation we're having because it's been really tense, you know, out in the world. Yeah, in, the, in the U.S., yeah, it's been very challenging to, uh, you know, as things are mm-hmm. unfolding about our new elect president and the cabinet that he's choosing. And I mean, really, my Facebook feed is all about did you donate to Planned Parenthood, ACLU? You know, we've got all these things going on um, because it's important that we learn how to keep our mm-hmm. energy positive while we also take action. So as the liberals that we are or just people who love each other, that could be one way to look at it. We don't have to use the liberal world. We can just say word. We can just say that we love each other and we care about each other. And we want everyone to feel safe and happy and content in the world, regardless of what's going on, regardless of who's running the country or who they're choosing to be their cabinet members. And also taking action so that in four years from now, unless something miraculous happens between now and January 20th, um, so that we get someone in the White House who isn't spewing racist comments and encouraging hatred. You know, uh, as a white woman, I haven't really experienced that much, you know, racism. However, I was married to a Middle Eastern man for 20 years. And so there were moments in my life where I was actually fearful of circumstances because of his ethnicity. And one of those times was about 22 years ago. I know that seems like a long time ago. And my children were like five, seven, and nine years of age. 
and uh, we took a family vacation with another family, and both of the parents were Middle Eastern. Their children um, were with us at about the same age, and we went to, I'm, I'm going to say the town. I, I probably shouldn't, but we just went to, well, I won't say the town, actually. I went to a local ocean area in our state, and um, we rented a condo for spring break, okay. and we are all hanging out, having a great time having a wonderful time. And the, the condo didn't have its own pool, but there was a facility that if you rented from the condo, you could go use their pool. So uh, it was a little chilly because it was spring break, so the kids weren't swimming in the ocean. And the ocean on the in the Northwest is cold anyway. It doesn't even matter if it's August. It's chilly. Uh, so all you had to do was call ahead to make sure that the pool was available. So I called ahead. It was. We all piled into a car, drove a few miles, got out. And when we got to the receptionist at the pool, she said the pool was closed and we couldn't go in. And I went, oh, really? I just called and and, so, and, and I was told the <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think it was you, actually, that I spoke to because I recognized her voice. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I was told that the pool was open. And <clears throat> we had this little back and forth. And I just thought maybe she didn't understand that we were renting a condo. I showed her my paperwork. And finally, she let us in. So we're in the pool, you know, uh, five kids and four adults. And we're, we're the only ones in the pool. It's basically party time. Party time. Mm-hmm. We're having a blast yeah, yeah. until two people come into the pool. And they were skinheads. They had neo-Nazi um, tattoos all over their bodies mm-hmm. and their hair was shaved, you know, to their scalp. And they came into the pool and sat right across from us and gave us that death stare. Hmm. And then some of the men, well, two, the, the men took turns kind of swimming close to our husbands and knocking them, like with their shoulders really? or their torsos. Yeah. Hmm. And um, my former husband is not um, a shy person. And he is a little, what I would say, what's the word? I've used it before, but I can't think of it right now. But he's a bold man. And he doesn't, isn't someone who would just back down. And certainly not when his family's being threatened. And I knew he was probably going to do something like He's that. not explosive, but he is a little bit for uh, aggression. Yeah, he's a little, a little scrappy. Aggra- a little aggressive. Yeah, a little scrappy is the word I Won't would use. Down. Yeah, which I actually appreciated that sure. about him. I thought that was made me feel Conf- safe. Confident. Right? Let's take that. He's confident. confident. And his friend, who was in the pool with us, too, he's also a confident person. And, and they're protecting their family, you know, their children under the age of 10, you know, five kids and their wives are there. And of course, the, the other wife and I are like, no, we, we can't have a brawl in a pool with five children and crazy people who we don't know if they have more friends a phone call away because apparently this woman called them and they came to the pool and threatened us. And so we got out of the pool. We, we were able to talk to our husbands. It didn't take that much convincing. They just looked at their beautiful children. Of course, the kids didn't know why we had to get out of the pool, you know, because they had no idea what was really going on because we were protecting them from even our reactions or even right. our facial expressions. So we get out of the pool. And, of course, I was worried that these people would follow us to our condo, you know, because if they're going to come into a, a public place and be threatening to us because of their belief systems and they don't even know us, but because of who they assumed we were, um, you know, I was very concerned. Luckily, none of that happened, and both of the men checked the parking lot and windows and locked doors, and we continued our holiday. And honestly, I kind of forgot about it until just this, this last week because the fear that I had just made me think about, wow, this is probably what a lot of people are feeling right now. And I'm sure there are many people of color and different, you know, nationalities who've had I hope not, but maybe I've had some experiences like that. And um, now that we have people who are moving into the White House who are encouraging this type of behavior, it's very important that we start to have a conversation about racism and sexism in our country because it's always been there. It's always been there. When I look at my mother's side of the family, uh, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, all of my uncles and aunts 
were racist and sexist. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Not that my cousins are, but all of my aunts and uncles, they've all passed, um, but all of them were, and boldly racist. And and I know that lots of people have had family members, you know, uncles or grandparents or, you know, great-grandparents who have had racist beliefs. And sometimes that feeling or that belief kind of trickles down. It doesn't mean to. I think that a lot of times people don't even realize that their actions or their behaviors or laughing at a joke is actually racist or sexist. So it's really important for us that all of us across the country, because we want this to change, regardless of what our establishment is doing, we, we need to change it within our human relationships with one another, all of us. We need to take inventory of our beliefs and our behavior. All of us need to. This is very, very important. Um, because unfortunately, a lot of times people aren't taught in their families to pay attention to what they're listening to or what they believe in or what they're sp- how they're speaking. And, and so sometimes these behaviors just kind of naturally get passed down, not really aggressive racist behaviors, but just nice kind of gentle ones that people don't realize are actually racist. So I want, I'm encouraging our listening audience to Take an inventory of your own behavior. I will. I always have. I've, I was raised to do, to do that. Um, my mother has dated many people of different color and ethnicities, as have I, and as have many of my siblings. So it's something that I've been paying attention to my entire life. But it takes, it takes an awareness. You have to literally ask yourself, oh, is that behavior okay? Is that language okay? You have to really take inventory because it's important that we start to heal this from the bottom up. That's what needs to happen. It needs to happen in our homes and our schools and our workplaces. And so speak up when it when you notice somebody's being unkind to another person. Say, mm, are you sure you want to say that? Or talk to your family about it. Talk to it. Let's have a talk about what racism is and sexism. What does hatred mean? And how can we learn to not behave in that way and work in a different way so that our human American reality is healthy? And then in four years from now, Um, regardless if the person is Republican or Democrat, because really at this point that doesn't really matter, Um, whoever moves into the White House is kind and considerate and conscientious of all the people who live in the U.S., not just white heterosexual men, but all people on earth and, of course, in the U.S. Wonderful story, by the way, and um, my Emotional. I'm a little emotional. I know. As far as yeah, like, it's, it's that, a little. That was an intense story, and I yeah. couldn't even imagine if it was me or my boys and and hanging out. And I mean, um, gosh, I'm really at a loss for words. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I it's pretty intense. I, yeah. I'm I'm one impressed by the entire family for taking care of the situation uh, calmly. Right. And, yeah. And looking out for those, which is our future. Right. And mm-hmm. it, and also on the other side, it is still kind of unfortunate that people still have those beliefs and actions upon on how they think they stand in society. Right. Um, it, it really is. Um, man, I, I really, that's, that's an, <laughs> yeah, it you, isn't, you threw me with that one, uh, <laughs> but, I, I, but, I, but we appreciate that. I think. Sure. Of course. And, and of course. I think yes. a lot of people also know, do and do not notice those things happening around them often. Right. Right. And, and, and to, well, and I, that was the first time I'd actually right. felt it personally. Right. right. That was even, even when there were moments where people would say names to <clears throat> my children's husband before we even had kids, he was so strong and right. independent and didn't take it personally and was confident that I didn't really feel fear, but not until that day when our children were involved and, right. you know, anything could have gone a little south and that happened in a blue state. So imagine what's happening in a red state, right? right? Where 
um, I know that there's going to be KKK um, demonstrations in North Carolina coming up. And so that's a, that's a scary thing if you live in North Carolina or any part of the world where uh, organizations that are white supremacists live, especially now that President-elect Trump has picked a person who has right. openly supported, at least uh, up until recently, he hasn't denounced it, and nor has many other people that are in the cabinet that they're choosing denounce their beliefs towards racism. And and that's not okay. You know, it's it's not good for all of us who live in the U.S., and it's not good for our world because the U.S. is a, supposed to be the leader of the free world. You know, um, I don't know if that's really true or not, but that's how people sometimes view us. And the world is multicolored, multi-everything. It's, it's a beautiful mix of all kinds of diversity and language and beautiful hues of, of of our ethnicities, and um, we all need to respect it and honor it because we all live here together. That's right. Uh, so, with that, uh, <laughs> what, let me let's do this. Let's right. give out the number, and of course, I'm double duting today, yeah, folks. He is. So, um, I'm super all over in my head <laughs> with that story too. I'm like, I still dance with phones and put the music right. in the queue. So, well, let's do this because uh, I've got to grab some information from our callers. Four two five or no, let's, that's not the right one. See, that's I'm already messing up. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight is the number for the. We'll Marine. take a little break here. Yeah, on that's the what Marie I'm Tanya feeling. Sherry. Yeah, let's and, do that, and we'll be right back. Join Marie at East West Bookshop December 2nd for a 90-minute adventure into the unlooping of unnecessary thoughts and learn to reclaim your destiny. Marie believes that each person is powerful beyond measure and that it's only our minds and the constant looping of fearful thoughts that holds each person back from their exquisite magnificence. Then, on Saturday, December 3rd, attend her five-hour workshop and learn that the life that you've created is not by chance. It's an energetic response from your being into the universe. What if you were able to unleash your thoughts from fear and anxiety? What if you were able to know exactly what you wanted? And through this knowingness and calm mind, successfully generate your dreams into reality. For more information or to register for these courses, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com. I believe in you. Just four simple words. But to a child in need, they mean the world. I believe in you means you have potential. You are special. You matter. When you become a child sponsor with Save the Children, you're saying, I believe in you. You are smart. You're capable. You will overcome obstacles that most can't imagine. Your sponsorship says to a child, I believe that you deserve a successful start to life and a solid foundation to build upon. I believe you're worthy of good nutrition, quality health care, and the opportunity that education unlocks. Becoming a Save the Children sponsor sends a powerful message of support. It says, I am here for you, to lift you up, to cheer you on, and to celebrate your success. Because when you believe in a child, you empower them to believe in themselves. I believe in you. Just four simple words that can bring hope, that can change a life. 
Visit sponsor.savethechildren.org today and tell a child in need, I believe in you. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Hi, I'm Eric Ryder, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to visit 1150kknw.com to fill out the 2016 Alternative Talk listener survey. Your responses help us shape Alternative Talk to your listening needs. And as a bonus, just by filling out the survey, you'll have a chance to win a prize pack featuring certificates from Quinault Beach Resort and Casino at Ocean Shores and the Melting Pot Restaurant. Complete contest details can be found at 1150kknw.com. So log on now. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Cherry Show. We're taking your calls. We're live here in Seattle. And we're talking about... You know, the stuff that we need to change in the United States. Learning to be more positive. Learning to be more positive as well. So one of the things to do is, as we're going through this interesting shift of consciousness on the planet, which is really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really feel like, okay, we've got something diagnosed here that's been underneath the surface brewing. And now we get to, like, heal it, which I think is exciting. I really do. I'm kind of fired up about it. I'm I'm really excited. So in your own state, wherever you live, because thankfully we get callers from around the country, even around the world, um, go ahead and pay attention to who's running for what. Really study that. Um, Work hard at choosing people who you believe will be fair and compassionate and kind and and also follow the issues that you believe in to the best of your ability so that they can get elected. Maybe work on their campaigns if you can or start to spread that message around. And also um, perhaps donate to organizations that will also help protect our rights during this what could be an interesting four year if Mr. Trump continues to be the president, which is most likely what will happen. Um, so maybe pay attention to those organizations that you know will um, contribute or hire lawyers or uh, fight against certain things that might become policy in the White House during the next four years that would not be in all of our best interest. I think that would be a great idea. And um, and teach the people around you about kindness and talk about those really hard words that nobody wants to talk about so that we can get clear about what they mean and what we need to do to not have those a part of our life. I think that would be wonderful. And to help stay positive before I go to the phone lines, probably don't listen to too much of the news. I want you to stay aware and conscious of what's going on, but don't get caught up in the craziness because it's really, really, really crazy. And if it's lowering your energy, stop. Go go meditate. Go for a walk. Go hug your kitty cat or your child or your neighbor (laughs) and just don't get caught up in the craziness um, because the media is is you know making this of course 
uh, this difficult situation even more difficult. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of few people or quite a few people that have like disconnected from like Facebook and Instagram and those things. And it's probably a better thing to do I right now. Just let things kind of like calm down. And, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. It's an adjustment. But it is. It's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Okay, who do we have on the phone line? Sure. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, the Marie Manu Cherry Show is happening right now. 877-825-8828 is the number if you'd like to get in. So uh, Elaine from Bellingham. Hello, Elaine. What's your question? Thanks for doing a show on this topic. Oh, you're welcome, Elaine. How's Bellingham? Bellingham is fantastic. Yay. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lovely town. Mm-hmm. It's, I've yeah. done a few book talks up there. It's just a, a lovely, lovely town. So what can I do for you today? Well, I've been making a lot of positive changes over the last several years, and it's been really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and here in Bellingham, I feel like I have freedom for more now, mm-hmm. especially moving forward in partnership. That's an area where I, there's been a little bit more mystery than in other areas of my life. I don't feel like I um, am as in tune with what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was hoping for a little bit of guidance there. And so, I mean, in terms of who you're dating well, yeah, even just around um, what are relationships um, here for in, in this life for me? What is it I'm supposed to be learning? Hmm. Um, well, well, first of all, I, th- I think that's a really cool question. I always go back, what do you want? You yeah. know, so, so sometimes people are looking for this huge mystical reason why they or, you know, why they should have certain things in their life, like their careers or their partnerships or any of those things. I think everything always boils down to joy. And I don't I think joy is sometimes not your most favorite energy. I'm not saying you're an unhappy person by any stretch of the imagination, but you you're kind of controlled. You know, you kind of control yourself and you're cautious. You want to do all the right things. and You don't want to make a mistake. I think you should just have a lot of fun. I, you know, you know those moments when you were a kid and you, if you did this, which I'm assuming you did when you were on a swing set and you're swinging and your feet are touching the sky and, uh-huh. and as you come, you know, back and forth, your tummy kind of gets nervous because you go really, really high up into the air. And uh-huh. that's what I want relationships to feel like for you. It's, it uh-huh. needs to be fun and delicious and not so caught up in wh- what is the meaning of a relationship for me? Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. So, so, so what do you think about that when I say that? Um, I think maybe I needed permission for it to be that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm loving that being the plan. So I, so I think that when you have those feelings, that's w- when you're dating someone and you're having those feelings. And of course the person meets certain criteria for what you want. Your belief systems <laughs> are similar. Your consciousness, you know, is shared. Um, you know, you know what I mean? You have the same values and all of these things are important as well. Um, but I think that, that that's the feeling you want to have because you need to learn to let go and have fun. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to laugh your head off when you're in a partnership. (laughs) I think that would be really delicious. So try not to get all caught up and not making a mistake Uh because we kind of can't even what's happening in our political arena. I know I keep bringing it back to that, but you know, Probably this isn't a mistake. This is something that's highlighting something very important for us. Our whole um, earth realm wants to increase its vibrational pattern. And we can't increase our vibrational pattern if we have a whole bunch of people vibrating in a low essence of awareness or consciousness. And so this is bringing something to light. So nothing is really wrong. Nothing is a mistake. And that's how I want you to look at partnership, if indeed that feels good to you. I actually very much believe that that is true. Yay! Yeah. 
Yay. So go have some fun with all those great people in Bellingham. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Thanks, Elaine, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry and her radio show. I really liked her question because I think especially responsible people who are really conscientious, you know, they don't want to make a mistake. They don't want to waste their time with the wrong partner or right. hurt someone's feelings or, you know, so we get in our mind trying to figure that <laughs> uh, Benny pointed to himself, by the way. Uh, I know you couldn't see that in radio <laughs> land. Well, you know. Yeah. And so we get in our head about doing all the right things but really love and relationships are about fun and joy and getting to know someone and vulnerability and all these incredible amazing things learning how to speak your truth to someone is probably one of the greatest gifts of any relationship my closest relationship with with the people in my life are the ones where I get to say the things that I'm most scared of you know whatever that might be and they don't run away from me. They, we sit down and talk about it. And, and that creates a deepening of a relationship because I feel like I can trust them. They know where I'm really coming from. And, and, and that doesn't come from caution. That comes from joy and uh, an adventure. And relatable. And Being relatable. relatable. Yeah. Okay. So who do we have next on the phone? Line? Yeah, let's take Beth. She's calling in from Red Lodge, Montana. Hello, Ooh. Beth. How are you today? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And thanks thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? And, well, Mayor, uh, Marie, I was, I was thinking before the election, I was just having a lot of issues um, with all the ugliness and everything else. And, and I decided I was just going to pray for the best to happen for right. us and for the world. Mm-hmm. And... Now it didn't happen exactly <laughs> like I thought it well, was going to happen. But I guess I'm choosing to believe that right. there will be good that comes from this. Yeah. And I'm sending love and light to that. Well, I really, first of all, I appreciate all the prayers you sent to the country and the world so that we could have the best outcome possible. And maybe this is the best outcome possible. I know one of the things we've all learned is that everyone was really scared going into this election. You know, the people who wanted Mr. Trump to be president, they they were very inspired by him, but scared that he wouldn't win. And then all the people who didn't want him to win were also afraid and in fear that, he, you know, that he wouldn't win. So we channeled a lot of energy towards Trump. It wasn't positive energy. It was fearful energy. And, and here we are, you know, whoever gets the most amount of energy wins, basically, <laughs> unless we have a lot of high vibrational energy going, it doesn't have to be more than the fearful energy. But we didn't really have that. I don't think the Democratic Party had a candidate that they were super impassioned about, like we have had in the past. Um, So in reality, nothing is wrong. Everything that's happening is happening for amazing and wonderful reasons. And I think we have an idea about why some of this is happening, because there's certain things that need to come to the forefront of our American consciousness so that we can heal it and change it and move in a different direction. So keep your prayers up. all this, I wonder what we'll be talking about in four years. I wonder how we're going to be looking at this in four years, which is kind of exciting to, to think about that, that we're going to have this conversation about something that was hidden from most people, I think. Even the story that I shared happened 22 years ago. I had actually even completely forgot about it until this last week. And so we've had a lot of feelings underneath the, the surface of the earth, if you will, that are now coming 
we don't like them. It's kind of like a pimple when it comes to the surface. You don't like it. You want it to heal really, really quick. But if you keep playing with it, it gets worse. So that's the right? second reference of a pimple. Or really? is it today? Today, within the last two hours, it was on Conscious Talk Radio too really? about the involvement and it coming out. And you want to pop it or do you want to subside it? I swear. That's funny. It is bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to go clean my face. No, 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 no. So, so I think you're doing all the right things and keep up yes. your prayers because you have beautiful energy, Beth. You have lovely, gorgeous energy. Oh, well, well, thank you. Yes. Um, I and, just think just sending prayers out to the whole world. Exactly. And, and notice how when, I, when you're talking, though, I can feel your energy lowering. And I don't want that for you. So when our energy is yeah. low, it's not good for our bodies. It's not good for mm-hmm. our, our adrenal glands, our heart muscle, our immune system. So w- when you're thinking about, okay, i got to get my energy up for the country, I want you to think that it's important for you to get your energy up for you. So that your immune system functions in a beautiful and wonderful way. Because you did all the right things that you felt were in the best interest for humanity. And I want you to appreciate Mm -hmm. that about yourself. And honor what you have done, right? I think that's critical and important so that your energy can be at a high vibration so we can get things resolved through the highest vibration possible. Which could very well happen, right? Yes, I I have faith it will. Me too. You know, the last time we had protests in the U.S. that I recall large protests, of course, when I was a kid and um, people were protesting against the Vietnam War. And it was a very different world then. A lot of women didn't work or if they worked, they didn't have, you know, big careers like women do today. And probably more um, people of different ethnicities have fabulous education and fabulous career. So it's it's not like we're burning our bras and when we're protesting mm-hmm. today. We have more money. We always grow. <laughs> but we have we more money grow. and um, knowledge and power than we've ever had before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very different world than it was the last time we had protests around the country. And, and, yeah. and those these protests will continue, by the way. We will continue to have protests. So Although we're talking about something lovely, is that the reason why you called? Well, no. I really <laughs> called, and I guess this might be why my energy lowered. Okay, um, my okay. husband had an operation mm-hmm. uh, this summer, mm-hmm. and he's thinking that there's still something not right in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering if he just needs to give it more time. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering. And has he told his doctors about his opinions? Yes, he has, uh-huh. over and over and over again. Well, um, he, here's what I'm getting. I think his surgery was kind of difficult, is, okay. is what I'm hearing. And so mm-hmm. it does take time for something challenging to recorrect itself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think he needs to give it a little bit more time. I do like that he is being cognizant of his body and how it's healing. But he's mm-hmm. also looking at it like that pimple that we were just talking about. He can't stop looking at it. And he needs to turn his gaze away from it so it can actually absorb positive energy. That's why all Mm -hmm. of us can't be watching CNN all the time and going to our Facebook. Although if you looked at my Facebook feed, you would know what I was doing this last week. (laughs) Right. So so he your husband needs to change his direction of his focus so that energy can move in and start to heal this. Because I think he's Mm -hmm. got I think he's got the energy to make it resolve without further intervention but uh-huh. he has to stop focusing on it because he's actually making it worse. That's what I was thinking. Yes, well you're <laughs> you know, very wise. Yeah, I'm you're him Reiki. <laughs> Good. But, but yeah. so you're very wise. So can you sit down and have him have a conversation with him about this kind of complex philosophy that 
whatever we focus on just intensifies. And so unless he can think of that part of his body as really healthy and whole, he's actually attracting negative energy to it. So he needs to, for him, he just needs to be completely distracted and and focus on other things that are unrelated to his health. And I Mm -hmm. would give it at least three more months if and when he can do that. He needs three months of healing time. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Good. All right. Well, I thank you so much. You're welcome. Nice to talk with you, and thanks for what you do. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day in Montana. Yeah. Thanks, Beth, for calling in. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight is the number. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. All right. We'll take uh, Kirsten calling in from Edmonds, Washington. Hello, Kirsten. How are you today? Hi. I'm great. Thank you. Wonderful. And I appreciate your message, Marie, And because I know that I'm feeling the collective consciousness um, around at least um, uh, sexism that's right. showing up in my dreams. Oh, is it really? And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't think I was even thinking about it. I mean, I'm certainly reading the news, but I wasn't really thinking about that. But right. then I had this dream where I was, I was grabbed. And it shocked me in the dream. And then mm-hmm. I had this old pattern of just trying to get out, you know, of an uncomfortable situation and kind of placate it by saying, okay, bye. And, <laughs> and then I was so mad at myself in the morning when I woke up, like, why did I say goodbye? You know? <laughs> but I, to me, that was probably the collective consciousness is, is people are um, in some fear about it, you know? Well, I also think, though, that women, and I put myself in, I am a woman, but I put myself in this this population, you know, I have been a little passive when it comes to even sexist comments, quite frankly. I didn't want to have the conversation. I didn't want to call a guy out. I didn't want to make, make someone feel uncomfortable. But I think that's something that also has to stop. I think that we have to go, right. wait a minute. That is not an appropriate conversation to have with a woman. And I don't appreciate that that's the way you're speaking to me. Even when I was raising my daughters, I made sure that not only did I comment on their beauty and but mm-hmm. also their intelligence nice. and their athletic abilities. You know, I've I've I would catch myself all the time because I think all children are cute, uh, boys and girls. I just I love kids. I think they're amazing. I'm a, I'm enamored by them. I, I love their energy. But I had to like catch myself. Okay, they're not just beautiful girls that will be you know women. They are smart. You know, they're talented. Right. They're athletic. And so I had to train myself to make sure that I was giving them all the right cues so that they would think of more of themselves rather than just their physical characteristics. I think that was extremely important. So I th- I do think that this is a big problem we also have in the United States, that sexist comments are not appropriate. And, and women being sexist against men, too. It's not just, I mean, yes, there's more sexism towards women, but it can go both ways. And it's right. it's very important that we start to have those conversations and that we continue them and that we don't back down because I have been guilty of going, well, I'm sure he didn't really mean that. And, and I think sometimes right. maybe people don't really mean to the extent of their comment, but if we don't talk to them about it, they're not going to know that they need to change their behavior. So right. that's and a I, big part of the conversation as well. I agree. And we're already having, just recently we had a conversation with our six-year-old because I witnessed um, a young child, and it was happened to be male and stuff, but and I didn't wasn't considering the gender at that time, but just that it was wrong. He he was stepping on her schoolwork and looking for a reaction, and mm-hmm. that bothered me. So we had a conversation about your power voice and oh, nice. standing up for yourself. Yep, nice. standing up for yourself. Right. But at the same time, if that boy is being bullied, you stand up for him too. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's that was beautifully well said. Yeah. And and I think all of these conversations do need to happen in our educational system, you know, because if, if kids get it at home, that's great. But if they don't get it at home, they need to get it at school because that's where they act out whatever they're learning in society. So, yeah, I, th- I think yeah. that's fantastic. So I, I know that's not why you call the show. <laughs> so what can I do for you? Great. Um, so I'm wondering if I have an old pattern of like focusing on some things and particularly health. So I've, you know, done a lot. You of mean a little bit of a, a little bit of a hypochondriac is what you're well, telling so me? Well, so I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought when my daughter went back to school full time that I would be, you know, pursuing um, my my other passions and things in the, the spiritual realm. But I haven't done a lot of that, and I'm thinking about getting eye surgery next year for cataract mm-hmm. and for a pretty big floater that's obscuring my vision and making mm-hmm. it difficult to drive at night. Mm-hmm. But then I was having difficulty choosing the right doctors, and then yesterday I did a tarot reading and thought, maybe I'm not even supposed to get this done at all in 2017. Maybe it's not bad enough yet, and I'm just <laughs> diverting myself, you know, my attention. Well, first of all, uh, that's a great question, and I love your comments, and um, I'm really loving the show today, as always. Um, So vision is really about how you see yourself in the world. So it's not about how you see others. It's about how you see yourself. So what I would recommend before you have surgery, and I am recommending you have your cataracts corrected. I am. I think it's a good idea for you. Floaters do break down over time. But if you're, and I don't know that much about eye surgery, but if your doctor can fix that while he's fixing the cataracts, I'm like, go for it, right? But um, what I would recommend that you do before you have the eye surgery so that you will choose the doctor who's in awesome alignment with you and have the best outcome possible. Thankfully, cataract surgery is a very common procedure and most doctors uh, do an awesome job with it. Um, so what, what what I would recommend that you do is start thinking really good about yourself. This could is could be the reason why you actually haven't allowed yourself to blossom into your magnificence about what else you want to do in the world besides um, be a woman to your family and children, right? To, the, to your family that you want to represent yourself in other ways in the world, which I think is awesome. I think uh, it's great for uh, all of us to have passions that don't include our family and him that are just for ourselves. So, but but could affect the world in a positive way, the rest of the global collective family. So I would recommend that you work on seeing yourself accurately. That means having beautiful conversations with yourself that you are omnipresence, that you are magnificent. Here's a, a prayer that I recently heard um, on um, YouTube. I was listening to an Esther Hicks video, actually. And I have been listening to a lot of them lately so I can keep my energy elevated so that I don't watch too much CNN and don't put too many more things on my Facebook page about um, all the things that I think we should be doing so I can enjoy my life and my garden and my family and all of those things and myself. Um, At any rate, it was this lovely prayer that she recommends that people do upon rising in the morning. And, And everyone talks about when you get up in the morning, your momentum is restarting again. Your energy's refiring. So when we fall asleep at night, our energy actually leaves our body, goes off to the heavens and gets recharged because you know we're in physical form, but we're also beings mm-hmm. of light. So our, our light body literally goes off and gets recharged. That's why sleep is so important for people. Uninterrupted REM sleep is very important. And then our light comes back and it doesn't go back to the pattern that it was before we fell asleep. It, it The momentum is low. And so what we do first thing in the morning matters. Like not reading your email first thing in the morning, right? Certainly not turning on the news right now would not be a good idea first thing in the morning. 
meditating first thing in the morning, um, I know that um, many people on the show have talked about having quiet time in the morning. Trevor Blake, um, he's the author of Three Simple Steps. He talked about 15 minutes first thing, no matter what, you go off quietly, <laughs> right? And don't let anybody bother you. Don't even eat your breakfast. Just yeah, right. grab a cup of tea, you know, and go. Um, but Esther Hicks had an idea that you stare out of a window or you step outside, which is what Trevor Blake actually recommends that you do. Get a blanket, go sit outside. And um, she says to look up at the sky or Emmanuel, or I, I mean Abraham, excuse me, I'm getting my channelers mixed up there for a moment. But Abraham says to look out up into the sky and to ask that all the beings, because the beings outside of the earth realm are in very, very high frequency. Remember, the earth is a low vibrational time-space reality. And all the beings who have their eyes on you, because there are hundreds of beings dedicated to the evolution of the human species, and we have our own little tribe around us of energy beings helping us. And uh, so, so you ask for these beings to inspire you, or you thank them. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for guiding me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for adoring me. Thank you for realigning me. And you just and she says to just loop it over and over and over again. You keep repeating the loop over and over and over and over and over again. And do it for five, six, seven minutes. I don't know, as long as you want to. And then start your day. Oh, I love that. That feels really good to me. Good. And then I think you'll be able to run into that thing that you would love to do in the world. And, um, and your vision will change about who you are, which will help your physician to remove those cataracts. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks very much, Kirsten, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number. If you'd like to get in, we have a couple of phone lines open on the Marie Maggie Cherry and, of course, her radio show, 877-825-8828. Take a little break. Yeah, we're going to cool. take a break. We'll be right back. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Tori Ryder, a political and pop culture savant who shares her views of current events with her trademark wit and wisdom. On Saturday, Becky Walsh returns from across the pond, bringing her keen intuitive insights with a spot of humor. In hour number two, we present a special series called Chime In about people making a difference. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Marie Manucheri, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy Intuitive. Intuitive.com. 
Hi, I'm Eric Ryder, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to visit 1150kknw.com to fill out the 2016 Alternative Talk listener survey. Your responses help us shape Alternative Talk to your listening needs. And as a bonus, just by filling out the survey, you'll have a chance to win a prize pack featuring certificates from Quinault Beach Resort and Casino at Ocean Shores and the Melting Pot Restaurant. Complete contest details can be found at 1150kknw.com. So log on now. In my quest for the gold medal, I had to overcome not only the toughest competition, but also a lot of pain. I'm Carrie Struck, and I know firsthand how pain can impact your life. What I did not know is that factors like age, pre-existing health conditions, and other medicines can increase the risk of certain over-the-counter pain relievers. That's why it's important to always check the drug facts label on your medicine to see if your pain reliever is still a good fit for you. A public service of the U.S. Pain Foundation with support from McNeil Consumer Healthcare. Visit GetReliefResponsibly.com. Have you ever felt like you were meant for something more? The truth is, you are. Life is not to be endured. It is to be lived. Live your life fully and with purpose. Join me, Holly Holmquist, day minister, spiritual mentor, and the host of Open Conversations, Sundays at 3 p.m. If you want to live your authentic life, let me and my fascinating guests inspire you. Join Open Conversations Sundays from 3 to 4 on KKNW Alternative Talk 1150. That's Sundays at 3 p.m. Join the conversation. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. Hello, and welcome back to Free Magna Cherry Show. Welcome. We are here in Seattle, and I just want to give everyone a heads up that I will be at East West Bookshop in Seattle. You can go to my website, energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.org, I believe, and uh, get tickets. I think it's org. I think it's org. Okay, good. And Benny will check for us. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's very good at that. It's really lovely. He always checks up on me. I so appreciate it. And those tickets are selling out. A few days ago, there were only 30 left for the Friday night talk. And more than half were sold out for the Wednesday work sh- for the sat- Saturday workshop. So, the Friday night is unlooping your mind, getting our mind out of crazy thinking or thinking that's not in our best interest, or really just not thinking, which I think is better for the human race. And then Saturday's workshop is let's manifest all the manifesting techniques that are my absolute favorite. So, if you've been thinking about that class or you're interested in it, I would highly recommend you secure those tickets. Um, it's December. Third and fourth or second the and first third? First weekend, yeah. Yeah, it's the I first weekend, that Friday, Saturday of December. It's coming up, mm-hmm. so I would highly recommend you go ahead and secure those tickets before they're all gone. And I was wrong. It's eastwestbookshop.com. Dot com. Sorry. All right. Eastwestbookshop.com. You can probably buy those tickets online, mm-hmm. or you can go to energyintuitive.com, go to the events page, and there's a link that will take you right to their website, and you can figure this all out. I look forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's one of my favorite places to hang out. Anyway. Actually, if you go to the main page, your mm. picture is featured. Aww. And so everything's listed right there on the Aww. homepage. Just scroll down a little bit. You're on the right-hand side. They're so sweet. You're just above, it looks like, some other guests for uh, coming up, too, as well. So, and that's lovely, yep. yeah. They're, they're a great place. We're yeah. thrilled to have them in the area. They've been wonderful for us, yeah. So uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for Marie's show. Uh, get in now. We have a couple of lines open, and uh, Juliana has uh, booked one up. She's calling in from San Diego. Hello, Juliana. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Good. Um, I 
I have taken in more of what you spoke to me about last time. And my question now is now that I'm seeing clearly the lack of self-love and worth and how that's been playing out in my life and my physical health we talked about. And I think now it's like that's been fermenting in my gut all these years. <laughs> You're such yeah, a wise like, person. You're such a wise person. I, I don't remember. So, so you called into this, into the show. Is that the conversation we had? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. okay, and, and I love that you're explaining to me though, that what it was, you know, we're talking about self-worth. Okay. So now you're having this awareness. And so it's changing for you. Well, that's my question is how do I turn things around? Because <laughs> you're so my, cute. yeah, I'm so stuck and financially like it needs to turn around. Mm-hmm. By the end of this month, like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> how do I do this? You know what? Um, I, I've been watching a lot of Esther Hicks, as I said, on her YouTube channel, and she was giving a talk. Uh, I think it was in California, actually, and she was talking about how how humans are when it comes to manifesting, and like we, we want it yesterday. You know, like we've barely gotten to that place where we're even in the free flow. And she said it would be like putting corn seeds into the earth and screaming at it within 24 hours to come out. Come out. I need you for dinner right now. Come out. I mean, I have watched that little YouTube video so many times because I thought it was hysterical. So we need to be patient and you're changing your, your process. And if you're feeling scared about you need this money in a month, which of course you deserve to have all the resources that you need. If you're focusing on that, you need the money in a month, it's probably not going to get there in a month. You have to feel that it's already here. Which is the hardest part of manifesting is feeling that what we want, because we haven't been trained to let our minds and our energy feel that way, that what you want is already here. And so if you had enough resources, you you wouldn't be worried or freaked out. You'd be relaxed and you'd be grateful. You'd be like, thank you so much for the money in my bank. It's so amazing. And every time you let your, your energy build in that high frequency of appreciation, that's you opening up the rivers and the channels of resources to flow towards you. But if you're in that okay. place, oh, my gosh, where is it? I need it. What's going to happen? Then you're actually slowing down or cutting off the flow. Yeah. Right? And that's what I, I've realized I've done that because every time I try to go into that feeling, the lack of self-worth comes in. And I'm breaking through the patterns you now are. ready to. Yeah. Like it's been this past year just really breaking through a lot, but ready to start my own. And um Get out of that, you know, mindset of it can't, it won't, what do I have to offer? Right. I'm like, wait, this is crazy. I'm so proud of you for recognizing those thoughts because a lot of times individuals don't even realize how negative their thought patterns are. They really have no idea. And so the, the yeah. consciousness of going, oh, my gosh, I do have these thought patterns. No wonder it's been hard to make things happen is huge and significant. And be kind to yourself like, honey, I'm sorry. Like, have lots of internal dialogue. I highly recommend that, honey. I'm sorry you, you, you felt that way about yourself for a moment, but it's not true. You're an amazing human being, and I love you. Even if that feels uncomfortable, even if the positive okay. conversation feels weird, of course it's going to feel weird initially. All new things feel weird, but it's really yeah. healthy and wonderful for you. So, and, and I'm proud of you, and I know that you, you are a successful person. You are an amazing being, and, and you, we are now allowing that to come forward here in the physical realm so that we can recognize it and celebrate it and allow other people to have the same experience. Start having those mm-hmm. type of conversations with yourself. Okay, I absolutely will. And I don't know if you have time for just a quick, can you look at my small intestine? and see 
So I definitely will do that. So, so what I'm seeing in your small intestines, and this comes from you freaking out because you freak out, you know, about lots of things. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of like, it gets tight, that small intestines, especially the first four to five inches outside of your stomach, it kind of contracts. So yeah. relax, relax okay. to even tell you every, every, we're good. Relax. We, we've survived. We've never had to live on the streets. We're fine. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be great. I want you to start talking to yourself in a very loving, compassionate and nurturing way. Okay. Okay. Oh, I totally will. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Have a beautiful day in San Diego. Thank you so much. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Juliana, for joining us. And uh, I think we have time for one One more. Sneak on. uh, Yeah. Kate Kate from San Francisco. She was looking for a journal reading. Hello, Kate. Kate. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my phone call. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. As I was listening to um, your show, and I'm, of course, coming up with lots of other questions, but I would love a general reading. (laughs) And also, you mentioned on a previous show, um, helping guide healers um, into their um, healing capabilities. So I would love any insight on that and um, and on my spirit guides, so you can help me with that as well. I probably won't get that done in the next three minutes, Kate. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> so I'm going to pick what, so I already drew out your energy, but I'm going to pick your spirit guides because it's actually something that you want and we might be able to do a lot with, with that. You have a lot of spirit guides. I actually see 19. That's a really big number and not a number that I usually, you know, draw out of the hat of how many spirit guides does someone have. I'm being told that you typically have 10. Um, You're one of these people that likes new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. So that's why number one, 10 would come down to number one. When we look at numerology, Mm -hmm. it means new beginnings, but you have nine additional new guides because you're growing and you're changing and you're learning something new. And so you, it was probably something that you weren't sure when you incarnated if you were going to actually explore or not. So I'd be curious to know what you're exploring these days. So you have nine new additional guides with information that will help you with what you're exploring right now. So what are you exploring these days? So um, I'm, I've done a lot of healing in my own life over the past year, and I've been a body worker for about 15 years. Mm. I work primarily also with women's health. I've trained and was a midwife for a number of years oh, before wow. I had my own son. Um, and now I'm getting, like, all this amazing, like, clairsentient, mostly, experiences mm. as mm. I'm doing my body work and um, really wanting to invite more of that in. So maybe you want to go to energy work. Yeah. Okay. So you have nine additional guides that are helping you with all this multisensory experience that you're having, clairsentient, clairaudient, uh, clairvoyance. And, and I think as soon as you mentioned you're a body worker, body worker, I just thought, oh yeah, it's time for you to become an energy worker. And and body work is lovely. That's how I usually heal my body is through body work because I do energy work all day long. Um, So I see body workers for my health and well-being. but it's like you're, you could do it drunk. You know what I mean? Like you're really good at it. It's easy for you. People love it, but it's not really pushing you anymore. And I don't mean like in a negative way, but in that passionate, exciting way, you're not as excited about it. Right. But you are excited about the multisensory experiences you're having, right? Exactly. I'm getting excited about it again because Yay. I've been doing it for so long. Um, and any other, uh, you know, things that you see, sometimes it sounds like you kind of pull stuff out of nowhere for people. <laughs> I would love if you see something for well, my work in the world. Well, here's um, what I'm going to ask you to do, what I just did our last caller because we're going off the air right now. 
imagine that you already have the career of your dreams. Feel it all the way down to your toes. Don't try to figure it out. Generalize it, but that you're happy and thrilled. Clients love what you're doing. Your psychic abilities are mind-blowing, amazing, and then it will be there for you before you know it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Be kind to one another. Talk about the hard stuff, but be kind to one another in between those conversations, and we'll all get through whatever we need to get through collectively and expand our consciousness at the same time. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. 